the interim management is it's a unique animal in a lot of ways not the least of which is because typically the requirements they have for you and the things that they want from you are, are more specific and they're they're spelled out and, and they're prioritized that's been my experience I, I think what they're looking for is someone to uh deliver whatever necessary changes be it corrections or improvements or just just be a steady hand on the tiller while they make a a nimble move towards new leadership you're listening to omag all access a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in oklahoma hosted by omag's director of strategic initiatives and partnerships bill tackett Hi, this is Bill Tackett with OMAG's All Access Podcast. We've got a very special treat on this edition of the All Access Podcast. Eric Benson. Eric's a former city manager of Enid, Oklahoma, and is serving our state now and is interim city manager around the state. Eric's got a very interesting background and uh, came to city management and a non-traditional career path. Eric served in the military for many, many years, uh, flew airplanes on and off the tops of boats, and served uh, our country in Washington, D.C. in a variety of leadership capacities. If you're hearing this podcast before you've heard uh, another one, an earlier one with Eric, go to our menu of podcasts and hear about Eric's uh, service to our country. Eric, welcome back to OMAG's All Access Podcast. Thank you. Eric, you uh, are in the interim city management business because uh, you've retired several times and keep failing at it. So. Yes, quite unsuccessfully. <laughs> so uh, interim city management, I think, is a valuable resource to council manager forms of government, particularly is what we're talking about and focusing on today. You know, there's a euphemism in city management that when a city manager is no longer with a community, he is a member in, in transition if he's a member of the ICMA, a member, MIT, member in transition. But the individual's not the only one that's in transition. The community's in transition. And well the, said. the organization as a whole is in transition. So tell us about what got you interested in doing interim service and where you're serving currently. Well, I, I'm currently the interim city manager in Shawnee, Oklahoma, a, a role that I've done. Uh, this, will, this will make my second time. I did it once before for a year and a tremendous community with all the best attributes for any city manager, or any city official. City that embraces change. They're very bold in their decisions towards improvement. They they take chances and they have a very, very cooperative and very collegial city uh, commission. The interim management is it's a unique animal in a lot of ways. Not the least of which is because typically the requirements they have for you and the things that they want from you are are more specific and they're they're spelled out and, and they're prioritized. That's been my experience. I, I think what they're looking for is someone to uh, deliver whatever necessary changes, be it corrections or improvements, or just, just be a steady hand on the tiller while they make a, a nimble move towards new leadership. It's not at a place where you can go to, to uh, relax. If, if anything, it requires a a higher set of anxiety and focus, which I find attractive because it brings out your inventive juices, if you will. You have the opportunity to excite new ideas in an area or a time when maybe they're looking for that specifically. So it's been very rewarding to work for a city council that knows what they want, but they are willing to let you lead it. And if you're courageous enough, and most city managers are by by definition, 
then you have the opportunity to uh, really extract ideas from your contemporaries or more experienced individuals or even from more successful communities and implement them locally. The biggest thing that I enjoy is the fact that change doesn't have to scare you. It can excite you. And so I think walking in as, as an interim brings a different set of expectations. You're not the next permanent guy or gal that's going to lead the community in the administrative role. What's your message to the employees and the existing leadership team when you step in as an interim? Well, there, there are two messages that I've personally had experience. One is, hello, I'm the fixer and you're not going to like what I got to fix. But, you know, if you enter into an organization that's had either some financial difficulties or its investment in certain chattel, be that intellectual, personnel, manual, manpower, etc., needs a change. And as, as you know, you get mission creep and, and therefore expense creep in a lot of communities, and sometimes it takes a very severe rebalancing. That is the heartbreaking part about interim management. If you're brought in to fix things, A, you can do it because you don't have to live with the consequences. And and that, that's a very cowardly way of explaining it because we're all responsible for our decisions, no matter how long or how short our legacies. But if that's what's expected of you, then you have to stand tall and, and make the change. And in other experiences I've had, you have the ability to, to bring oil and throw it upon the water and calm the fears of not only the employees, which is the first priority, but the community is at large. The second being a far greater challenge. But I'm, I'm convinced that there's a lot of talent laying idle in our country, our state in particular, with folks like me who have reached at least compulsory retirement age, but still have a lot to offer. And uh, I know that we have some assets here in this state that, that utilize those. For me, it's been very, very rewarding. I've had the privilege of working for some extraordinary leaders in a community or two that are willing to invest in themselves. And when you can go to a community before your first day of work and you can walk the main street and just walk in and say, hi, I'm, I'm interested in spending some time in your community. What, what can you tell me about your community? If they, like the ones that I've been associated with, say, hey, welcome to town. We're glad you're here. What are you doing and why are you here? And you answer those questions and they even get more more complimentary. That's a community that that you can live and prosper in. Shawnee's one of those communities. So take us behind the curtain. Help us understand how that uh, you inform the governing body what the expectations and what success looks like when the interim's tenure is over. If you haven't achieved uh, what they've asked you for, uh, then then both parties are failing each other. Clearly, you should know what your goals are when you go in. You may, if, if you're not giving them, you should ask for them, if not demand them. And with that clear definition of roles, then, then you actually have a very easy or a much easier task than the, the job writ large for two reasons. One, you know that your time there is finite and you have a, a stress, well, a, an influence on the schedule of time for you to be able to achieve those goals. The second part of that is probably more important is you don't have to worry about whether or not you lose your job by being courageous and or a strong leader, all those things that we all want ourselves to be. But especially as rookies, we tend to lose our strength and conviction. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot to lose, and if they've asked you to do it, all you got to do is deliver. I find that very attractive. OMAG All Access would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. For your time, we would like to offer you the chance to win a pair of OMAG All Access Bluetooth headphones. To enter, all you have to do is head to www.omag.org forward slash all access and click on the corresponding image at the top of the screen. The password for each episode will change, so make sure you are always up to date on the newest episode of OMAG All Access by subscribing with your favorite podcast app. 
The password for this episode is manager. Follow the directions on the giveaway page and you will be entered. Good luck. So as interim, you undoubtedly help them formulate and crystallize their thoughts about maybe what their needs are. Maybe they don't have clarity on that when you walk in. No, and that's a great point. And I've been faced with that. And it gives you the opportunity to be not only creative, but inspirational. And there are a lot of those ideas out there right at your fingertips among your own staff. Just asking their opinion has always served me incredibly well. Uh, there are a lot of people a lot smarter than me for whom I'm responsible. And I like to listen to what they have to say. Ultimately, someone has to make a decision and you're the chief executive and that's what you get paid to do. But Making a, a valued, info-filled decision typically has served me quite well. So I think a, in, just in broad categories, interims generally find themselves in one of two situations. One, a, a manager has moved on because they've found a, um, a different offer somewhere and perhaps a bigger community or a different career step that, that they have initiated themselves. And the other broad category would be the council's decided it's time for a change and maybe the manager left quickly or maybe it was a drawn out process and maybe there's some uh, wounds that need to heal along the way. Which situation have you found yourself in? If it's been both, talk to us about how as an interim you've been able to either uh, have a successful transition or heal some wounds. I've done now, I think it's four interim positions, and, and I've found both to be apparent, and, and in fact, a combination of both in, in one case. But it, as, as I've recently advised uh, my board of directors at, at my, in my current establishment, as we search for a permanent city manager, that it is not unusual among the candidates to have a two- or three-year series of jobs along the way. And it is not unusual. In fact, it's very much part of the, the career path. And, and it's unusual. It is it is uh, alarming, perhaps, to some councilman in their first search for a city manager to find that, well, this person's been in all over the country, but never been in one place more than two or three years. Well, that's just the nature of the business. New elected officials want to make a change. City managers want to achieve a new opportunity, but it's well known within the, the fraternity and sorority. That's uh, that's part and parcel to the, the ladder of success. But it is not unusual to go to a community and find that, that they need some things changed. It may be that a, they, they don't know how or they can't bring unanimity to their own decisions or, or C, and in most cases, they it's very, very hard to be the bad guy. And if you're hired to be the bad guy, you know, just embrace the role as your responsibility. That's what you're getting paid for, and you have to do it. I have found that there are ways to make those transitions more appealing. And a perfect example of that is one city where we had a tremendous over-dependence on the budget for personnel costs. But we also had a very aged workforce. What we did was we massaged the, you know, the, the standing 80-year combination of service versus age to open that window to retirement. And we showed the folks how they could, you know, it was really not that hard a transition. And in many cases, they were very happy because they could go work for half the time and still maintain the same salary with their retirement. Eric, in your experience as a, in the interim role, you know, our, our council people are volunteers. They come from all walks of life and probably many instances in their private life or in their private jobs, uh, they're not in the role of hiring. And they're definitely probably not in the role of hiring a leadership position. So w- what uh, what role have you filled in the interim position that, that you've taken 
as you've guided in the hiring process, in in the selection or recruitment process for the permanent? Well, yeah, that's an interesting question, Bill. And I I also sought advice from others. I'm very keen on asking others' opinions and then making myself look very smart by utilizing those ideas. As I've told candidates, I have a representation or an obligation to represent both candidate and the council. And they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Just as some items are uh, items of confidential nature, you, you can you can provide that level of confidentiality between both parties. One of the first questions you're ever going to get from a candidate is how do you get along with your counsel? Big concern about coming to a community is is the identity, the the harmonics, and personality blending of the city council, and it's clearly that's. A, priority to all of us. And in the same manner, in re- response, you, you have to be able to develop a rapport with the candidate enough to be able to describe those skills, those talents, that person, and how well they're going to blend in your limited observation or, or conversation with the city council. But they're very hard questions that you can ask. And when you're given that level of confidentiality, they're much easier to digest and then answer. Yeah, I think typically, probably it's not the skill set, it's the fit. Good, good point. Yeah, I think personalities are the most prevalent evident. Uh, you know, a person who exudes confidence, positivity, uh, people naturally gather to that. And if, if you've been soured by the experience, and take some time off, refresh yourself before you jump back in the arena, be it interim or otherwise. Communities are looking for a leader, and strong leadership comes in a lot of forms, but they want new ideas. They want someone who's willing to take a chance. They want someone who's willing to show another way. They typically will support that even though they may initially begrudge it in a variety of ways, social media being one of them. But all communities rely on uh, leadership. And, and as you said, they come from a variety of backgrounds. And, and God bless those folks who are willing to stand up to the current uh, toxic nature of scrutiny that revolves around elected officials. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it takes good people to do good jobs. And they're, they don't shy away from it is what I say. Eric, you've been really generous with your time today. Time goes by very quickly. I told you this would be shorter, and it's not, so that wasn't true. Well, it was a pleasure for me. Thanks for serving our state and post-retirement as interim. And, you know, I think from a community standpoint, it takes time to get it right. It makes sense to have an interim. can work on problems. You can take your time and not be in a rush. You can find the right fit for your next uh, guy or gal who's going to provide that administrative leadership. It also, I think, is beneficial for employees. It gives them a, a breath in between leaders and uh, opportunity to, to maybe do a reset sometimes. So thank you for the service that you're continuing to provide for the citizens of Oklahoma serving our communities on an interim basis. We appreciate it. This has been Bill Tackett with this edition of OMAG All Access Podcast. Our special guest has been Eric Benson currently interim city manager city of shawnee oklahoma thank you eric my pleasure we hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town you can find more information about omag on our website at www.omag.org or on our facebook page thanks for listening If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. On the next episode of OMAG All Access. Our phones are answered 24-7, 365 days a year by licensed clinicians. So 
Our intention is to be able to provide that person on the other end of the phone with in-the-moment support. So a lot of times people just need to talk to somebody real quick and just make sure that, you know, maybe they need to make sure what they're feeling is okay. And that's all they need. This episode is copyright OMAG 2021 under the Creative Commons 4.0 Attribution, Non-Commercial, Non-Derivatives International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.